See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we're back. Um, okay, this is Slow Robot A-Go-Go. Big show number 54. What makes it big? I don't know. Just because we're here. I, I hit the on button. That automatically qualifies it as the big show. It's our post end of the world beginning of the new world show. So we have an yeah. end of the world movie kind of sort of. You know, I really wish that would have come. Not me, man. I still got podcasts to do. Nah, I was like, come on, I'm, let's go. Let's let, let's get this freaking no, over with already. No, no, I don't want that. No. I want I want to put out a couple more. You know, I want to do a few more things. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm done. I'm I'm good. Like Kel Welch. Yeah, I, I like. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> going there early going and early often, often yeah. <laughs> you're like why keep it clean just 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 smut it up right off the bat yeah yeah just just take the old well never mind and you're listening to our minds are in the gutter a go-go <laughs> <laughs> slow <laughs> slow perv a go-go yeah, dot go. mind in the gutter dot org yeah. forward slash huh yeah, that's it. Eh, yeah. So, anyway, back on to the official business. This is Slow Robot A Go Go. Um, and we're better than the movies we review. So, we uh, that's our new catchphrase. As soon as you said that. Up to was, this point, anyway. As soon as you said that, I was like, yes, done. That's our new catchphrase. <laughs> you can find us at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Or you can listen to us uh, on iTunes. Or you can listen to us on the one and only place to go for the best in the of the best of course i'm talking about slice radio so do a google search for slice radio or i think it's sliceradio.com.au yeah that's it and um if you don't have any of those things how the hell are you even listening to us like you have a cup against the wall as we're talking right now yeah so, that's cool um what and who is with me as I am, always i am dr morbius from parts Unknown, baby! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I actually did the arm motions in the air as, as I was did. winding was up like, that. It was like he was karateing a little bit or whatever. <laughs> like I was doing the Elvis, the 75 Elvis, like, baby! Yeah. You know, there you go. 75 Elvis, <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good name for a band, 75 Elvis, man. Hey, there you go. There's your Elvis band. Yes, there it is. That was a doomed concept to begin with because uh. I'm mostly, I think up good ideas and then don't follow through. Which I think a lot of people do. But you know, uh, the idea when when you have the good idea, even if you don't follow through, it's out in the air. Sometimes, so maybe somebody will pick it up and yeah. do it. I, I had, if you don't know what I'm talking about, we or what we're talking about, I had this grand idea of doing a uh, punk Elvis band where we we all dress like Elvis and we just do his songs, you know, on 78. Like we we just sped up like punk versions, like where, yeah, right. where we're just screaming them and just, just playing them horribly. And I think it'll be one day. I don't know. I like. I'd love to get up on stage and be an idiot uh, instead of in front of a microphone and be an idiot. Yeah. Or just sit in my living room and be an idiot. Yeah. There's a common thread there. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what it is. Oh, it is the idiocy. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. So. <clears throat> like that Iggy Pop album, the idiot. Although I want to get into our new our all of our subject matter, I guess I have to touch upon a um, 
a star. No, wait. I have to touch upon a story that you started relating before we turned on. Oh, the Angry Christmas story? Let, tell me the Angry Christmas story, because that is the, that is classic. Uh, well, you know, it's the holidays, and the malls are kind of packed, and everybody's, like, purchasing things. And, you know, you go to some stores, and you just go in, and basically you get your stuff, and you go. But then some stores, with the initials R.S., they have to sell you a warranty for everything, you know? And it's like, okay, fine, you know. Radio I Shack. do. <laughs> We're calling everyone out on this show today. Do, do I really need do I really need a warranty for these blank CDs, you know? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> like it's a shoelace. It's going to do its job. Don't, I don't need the warranty. That's I actually fun. went to one of these places once and I was just buying speaker wire and the lady walks up to me and she goes, "Oh, don't get that speaker wire." Because you, your house could catch on fire. And I'm like, so why are you selling it, yeah. idiot? You know, it's like, um, well, you should get the other one. It's like, they're always trying to get you to buy the more expensive item. Yeah. So anyway, I go in there. There's only one guy in the register. There's nobody else in the place. This is in a mall. And I'm looking for a microphone. And I'm looking for about five minutes, six two tur- minutes. Two turntables and a microphone. Yeah, me and the Beastie Boys. Yeah. Oh, no, it's Beck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forgot. I got to turn tables on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, it takes me a while to find it. I find it, and I'm in line, and there's only like one lady in front of me, and she's been there since I got there ten minutes earlier, and she was buying something, and the guy's trying to sell her a warranty, and he's not only is he trying to sell her a warranty, but I don't know why he's speaking to her in Spanish. I guess she was Spanish, maybe she didn't know English. I don't know, but of course I know Spanish, so I'm listening to him, and he's like. No, lady, you have to get this warranty. She's like, no, I don't really want it. No, 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 but when you buy something this valuable, whatever the hell it was, it could have been like a, you know. <laughs> tic-tac. Yeah, it could have been a tic-tac. <laughs> it could have been a plug. It could have been a, a, you know, like a freaking RCA plug or something. <laughs> but it was like. Making a purchase like this, a major investment like this. Do you want to, you know, they really laid off. But, but, I mean, I, you know, 10 minutes of this, and my friends are waiting for me because my friends are sitting in the front of the store. And the reason I'm buying a microphone is I forgot to get one to bring to the podcast so i'm making them wait and they're standing there and i'm in line everybody's just sitting there merry freaking christmas you know and i just finally blew up and i just threw the microphone down said like to the dude hey you know good job on your warranty now you lost a warranty and you lost a sale on this maybe you should like wait on your customers a little better dude and i just stormed off and everybody was like looking at me like I never saw that before, and I'm like, well, you know, I mean, it's Christmas, so it's time to, like, vent and get angry and, you know, all that good stuff. Did you know one time I was in there, one time I was in a store, and they were doing that kind of crap, and I went, and I laid down on the ground. I just laid down, and everyone was like, look at me, I was like, we're not going anywhere, folks. That's awesome. I was the fastest purchase after, like, he didn't ask me anything, he was just like, beep, 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 okay, bye. That's even, that's the greatness. It was funny. It's like, I don't know what it is like in the rest of the world, but enough with these warranties already. You know, if you, you ask them once, if they say no, that's it. I, I actually cringe. I play a lot of video games, or not yeah. a lot, but I, I, I play some video games. And uh, there's one store that, um, what the hell's the name of it? GameStop. Oh, yeah. And, oh, they're dreadful like that. Do you want to pre-order? Well, you really should pre-order if you like this game. You're going to love this game. Like, they're... 
they upsell and like try to like rope you in <laughs> so much. I just cringe. I don't want your card. I don't want to be a member of your thing. Yeah, just just leave me alone. Yeah, leave exactly. me alone. Like I, I don't know. If, I wish it was just a shirt that says I'm antisocial and yeah, right. and, and I'm kind of psychotic. <laughs> leave me alone. And I'm dead inside and I have no soul. <laughs> I'm a sociopath. Just take my money and don't talk to me. That's I need a T-shirt that says that. Oh uh, yeah, here's here's another one that's really weird. Uh, I guess it was a pizza place. I forgot what it was go. I forgot what the name of it was. But you walk into it and they they welcome you to the place or whatever. Oh, you know. I don't know what it's called. There's a lot of that now. Yeah, like, exactly. Moe's does that. Like, oh. hey, welcome to Moe's, and and then yeah. Well, I go into like this art supply, arts craft, like whatever you want to call it, because I need to get a pad of drawing paper. And as I walk in, the girl that registers. Hi, welcome to Michael's. And I'm like, hi, you know, what's your phone number or whatever? I don't know. You know, it's like, so now they're doing this stuff now. It's like, leave me alone. I'm just, I'm like buying an art pad. I don't want yeah. any crafts. I just want to get in and, you know, get out of here. I actually wanted to go, one day I want to go into Moe's and when they yell that I, I should go, oh, I wanted to go to Joe's and turn around <laughs> yeah, and walk out. Right. Like, just like you missed it by one letter and you had to go. You're like, oh, this is the wrong place. No, you should, you should go in dressed up as whatever character and just like when they go, hi, welcome to... Uh, uh, Mo's. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Mo's? Oh, I thought it was Larry's. I'll see you later. <laughs> you know, whatever. And you're listening to Random Topic A Go Go, your place for random topics and yeah. smooth jazz. And smooth jazz. <laughs> the best right. of the 80s, 90s, <laughs> and today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today. And beyond. And beyond. Yeah, on the dove or whatever that's called. Is there or... any, like, non smooth jazz? Like, uh, well, there was the old Miles Davis stuff that was rocking. Yeah, no, that's, that's the, scat. Okay, yeah, uh, no, no, there was the old bebop and all that stuff. But ever uh, since Kenny G took over, it's been like you know, yeah. uh, for the ladies. Yes, <laughs> and the elevators. <laughs> <laughs> Say elevator, going to my floor. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Smooth jazz. Yeah, yeah, smooth jazz sucks, man. <laughs> But actually, I don't think there... Well, there's that dub thing, but there used to be one called Love 94 in South Florida, and they finally ended or whatever. They were like the the ultimate in like, you know, lounge. Well, lounge. Not even lounge. Lounge was cool. This was just yeah, like... Just this crap. was like scrounge. Crap like, jazz. Yeah, it's just like whatever. All right. Anyway. Now we're going to get onto the actual... See, for those of you just tuning in, we're actually a movie review podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually haven't watched any movies this week, so it's kind of really... Me been, neither, except ours. Wow. So, yeah, we're going to skip over that. Generally speaking, our format is we, we have some slight light banter. We go into what we watched for the week. Then we go into our top ten. Yep. And then we go into our, uh, you know, move, main movie review. And then well, we go into convulsions. Gen- yeah, sometimes during the show. But <laughs> the this is, for those, this is Christmas week. Uh, Christmas week of 2012. So I'm dating it. So in, fu- in the future, you'll know. And uh, I'll tell you what, Christmas, I don't care for. I'm mean, not that I don't care for Christmas. It's just my brain is a blur. I can't tell you what happened like the last week or two. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just it, it's juggling work and 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 the various things that you have to do for your obligations for Christmas and stuff. I, I'm kind of like disheveled a little bit. You know what I mean? So I didn't. Oh, I, and, yeah. and it bothers me that I don't get to watch movies because that's kind of like I like to do that. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's how here's how disheveled I am. Another story. About a week ago, I'm driving and my I go through uh, you know the drive-through place, and I 
roll down my window and it, and it sounds funny. So when I get the fast food and I go, you know, it won't open. It won't go back up. It's like jammed or it's busted oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So then I finally get home and I like was am able to push the button up the power window and lift it up. So it's like, cool. Okay. I put the lock button on. I'm not going to open it up anymore. Okay. Four days later, I'm like shopping somewhere and I see McDonald's. So I go to McDonald's. Guess what Brain Dead does? He opens yeah, the window again. This time, this time the son of a gun ain't closing. So I had to get up in there and like, like jam it up. And I, but I couldn't get to the very little crack at the top. So I'm like, it's, it's all rigged now with tape and stuff like that, you know, but it's just like, that's how brain dead I am. I can't even remember not to roll down the window. No, if you want that, you have to put tape over it. I did. I put black electrical tape yeah. over it, which looks nicer than the white packing tape, the or the clear packing tape that was on there before. You know, I have this old truck that I I have a new car I drive, but I kept my old truck. There's nothing power on it. That's like, the best. It is the best. Nothing can break because That's it's it's literally just nothing can break. <laughs> like there's nothing breakable on it. The window is a crank. The door is all That's manual. Awesome. I don't even. I think there's like. I think I have to crank it on the front. I can't remember. I, I think it still has the old crank on the front of the engine. This is the best. It's, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's, and nothing <laughs> nothing ever happens to it. You could literally <laughs> drive that into the ocean and then like a week later pull it out and be like, it would start and just you just drive it to work. You know. It's, and, and then there's my CD player, which likes to play games with me. I never told you about this. This is a great one. Okay, I burn a CD right to listen to it. Uh. But this CD player has kind of got a little bit of a jam to it. So when I put the CD in, it'll either take it or it'll like start re or it'll start pushing back out. So I play a little game, put the CD in, press the button, it comes out, then put it back again. again. Meanwhile, I'm driving, so that's really safe. You know? <laughs> Do not text or fondle your CDs while driving. So children. eventually, like, I, eventually it starts playing, but it's like, yeah, yeah, cars, power, windows, you know, it's, it's <laughs> like whatever. All right, enough of the car talk. We're gonna drop in a mute a, a movie trailer, and then we're gonna come back with our top ten list. Working for the man with the gun. 
Be without a hammer, so Don't miss Chain Gang Women. When you live like an animal, anything goes. Jesus, can you love a working man? All right, and I think I played that before, but with a name like yeah, Chain you Gang, did play it before. With a, cha- with a name like Chain Gang Women, I assume I'm going to stop on that and play it a lot. It's g- I think it's a great trailer. It's got some good lines in it. Yeah, they are. Some of these trailers that you brought. Up, see what happened was Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown brought home, brought a whole like stockpile of these movie trailers. I think there's like 80 of them in there. Yeah. So I have this folder, and for each for each show, I'll just like kind of peruse them and just grab two to throw into our show as the the bumpers as the cha- to change over. And I have a feeling like I keep doing the same five or six because <laughs> like Chain Gang Women is hilarious. The name, yeah, so I'm right. always gonna pull that out. You know what I mean? Like, and like I think the next one is Werewolves on Wheels or something. Or, oh, that's or, a great movie. Yeah. So you know. <clears throat> anyway, that'll be, that'll be a versus movie. In Onward the and upward. Again, we apologize for not watching any movies to talk about this week. Well, uh, we did watch a movie to talk about. No, no, about. I mean uh, the opening segment oh, where yeah, we talk yeah. about what we've watched. So, uh, what this well, we've week? We've been working overtime yeah, all week. This week is our top ten made for movie, made for TV, made for TV movies. So, a genre which I kind of like put down, but then when I started looking through the, I, I you can go to Wikipedia, ABC TV movie of the week or whatever. There's a lot of weirdness on there, and I've been finding yeah. a few of them, and I forgot. Really? Okay, yeah. well, run through your list. This is all right. I'll be running now through my <laughs> list. Okay, well, kind of like these are these three kind of go together, but anyway, the Night Stalker, which was the vampire one, the first Kolchak movie. Uh-huh. The Night Strangler, which was the second Kolchak movie. He was playing the same character, the, de- uh, the detective or whatever, and nobody believes that there's a monster or a or uh, whatever, and he's got to, like, kind of, peru- you know, like, he writes all these newspaper articles, and, you know, the cops don't want to print it, because they're like, oh, we don't want to scare the people. It's a, it's a formula, but it's a good formula, and both of these movies are well worth it. Yeah, okay, that's cool. And then there's um, this other one called The Norlis Tapes, which is almost the same type of movie, but it was a guy, it was it was, it was was a pilot for a TV show, but it can again, have a monster guy, and Norlis is chasing him, and then, you know, the whole... It's a formula, but it's a good formula. Cool. Uh, Duel, the first Spielberg movie, yeah, or the yeah. second Spielberg movie, the one where the truck chases him. I think we're going to have a lot of overlap on our lists. Yeah. We, we don't work on our lists together. No. We we do them separate to see what we come up with, like kind of a thing. And I I have that. I, a couple of these are already oh, on my list. a great one, Yeah, man. Duel is pretty intense. Yeah, you'll probably have this one on there too, but hey, you know, I mean... They only made, they made, well, these were all ABC Movie of the Week. They played like on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, and it was in the early 70s, and that was like a big deal. You know, it was like, ooh, we're not just doing TV shows, we're doing movies now. Look how cutting edge we are. Yeah, and there were, and there were most of, no, not not all of them, but a lot of them really had kind of the 70s downer (laughs) kind of endings, which we'll be talking about later on in our main movie. Nice. Anyway, Salem's Lot, the Stephen King thing with that creepy ass Reggie Reggie Nalder is a, as a Nosferatu-looking uh, vampire dude, yeah. dude. Okay, there was Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, the one with the little little gremlins underneath. The, yeah. uh, oh, that was a good one. There's a Dracula with Jack Palance. That was a very good one. <laughs> you never saw that? He, no. He, he was a good Dracula, Oh, man. well, dude, he basically is Dracula. He is you know. Dracula in real Jack life. Jack Palance wakes up, should I put my teeth in today? No, not today. And and this... this uh, his I por- crap bigger than those teeth. <laughs> And this portrayal of Dracula was actually the uh, the 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 look for when Marvel Comics did their Tomb of Dracula comic book. He, the guy, artist Gene Colan made him look like uh, the Jack Palance version. He didn't look like the Bella or anything like cool. that. 
There's another one we talked about before called a love war about aliens coming to Earth and fighting for the control of the Earth. But instead of having armies and spaceships flying, they would just have like a small group of aliens and whoever wins the war gets to control the Earth. What's the name movie. of it? Love War. Love War. The Love War with Lloyd Bridges, who wow. is muy macho, yeah. and Angie Dickinson, who is muy good looking, <laughs> or was anyway. Here's a weird one. You ever see this one called Pray for the Wildcats? No. It's got Andy Griffith, William Shatner. I forgot who else, but it's like, they're like these four executives who go out and decide to get in motorcycles and do like an easy rider kind of deal. But Andy Griffith turns out to be a real psycho and he's like almost killing people. And it's it's a bizarre movie, dude. We, we'll have to find that Pray one. for the Wildcats. Pray for the Wildcats. Yeah. And of course, Shatner, so you get overacting. <laughs> What <laughs> do you mean? What do you mean, <laughs> Sheriff Taylor? Uh, Trilogy of Terror, which is the, another Dan Curtis, but this is the one with um, uh, Karen Black, my favorite cross-eyed actress. And it's like these, like of course, Trilogy of Terror, three three episodes. First two boring. Last one where she gets chased by the little African, you know, evil doll. Yeah. The most one of the most awesomest things ever. Uh, honorable mention because they're one of this one is really. It's a TV that was really stupid, but it's so great. It's called Death Car on the Highway. It's kind of like it's kind of like Duel, but if yeah. you can imagine Duel directed by Ed Wood, you're there. You know, it's got it's got oh, some no. guy oh, who's no. chasing cars down to kill people, and he's every time he he goes and he's on the hunt, he puts on some like country music with a fiddle going on. It's yeah. like Devil oh, yeah. went down to Georgia. Yeah, and then uh, Planet Earth, which was another one of Gene Roddenberry's. Attempts to revive sci-fi with John Saxon mm. in this one. Oh yeah, you know, playing the uh, William Shatner part. Yeah, <laughs> he's That's like, it. he's like, you can overact, right? Yes, I can. Okay, <laughs> you're you're hired. Okay, <clears throat> you'll find some overlap in my list. This is Mao's top ten made-for-TV movies. Okay, I don't have these in any order either. I just kind of re- listed them out. Uh, Duel. 1971, Steven Spielberg. Um, of course, that's the one that you talked about. That one's a very suspenseful movie. Yeah, it is. Um, even though when you break it down, it's just a truck and a car. Yeah, but I think, I don't know, but I was going to say, I think everybody's been, not everybody, but I know I've been like on the highway and some idiot truckers behind me. Yeah? And he's like, yeah. you know, not, he's waiting for me to move and he's not moving. So. Yes. Okay, number two, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, yeah. 1973, John Newland. A uh, young couple inherits an old mansion inhabited by a small demon-like creatures who are determined to make uh, the wife one of their own. Pretty creepy stuff for 72 for TV. Yeah, yeah. And it just got remade by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he remade it as a nice. last year. And number three, Satan's School for Girls, oh, 1973, yeah. David Lowell Rich. A young woman investigating her sister's suicide... I, they should put suicide in air quotes. At a private girls' school, finds herself battling a satanic cult. As uh, Pamela Franklin, Kate Jackson, uh, Lloyd Bochner, and Lloyd Jamie Bochner, Smith yeah. Jackson. Kate Jackson was one of the uh, Charlie's Angels, right? She was uh, Sabrina in yeah. Charlie's Angels. She was also in Dark Shadows too, yeah. the TV show. The uh... so yay for that. No, Nineteen ninety-nine mistaken identity. Uh, that has uh, Melissa Gilbert and Rosanna Arquette in it. I'm surprised this one didn't make your list. 1974's Killdozer. You know, I've never seen Killdozer. Oh, it's hilarious. Uh, Jer- uh, Jerry London is the director, and it stars Clint Walker, uh, Robert Ulrich, 
Carl Betts and Neville ba- Rand. Oh man, uh, what's his face? Robert Ulrich from uh, Vegas. I think he was Dan Tana. Yes, yeah, he was. Dan-tana. A small construction crew on an island is terrorized when some strange spirit-like beings take over a large bulldozer. If Tarantino did it, he'd do Kill Bill Bulldozer. <laughs> kill Bill Dozer. Just kidding. And I'm going to kill Dozer. Number uh, next one. I don't even know. One, two, three, four, five, six. Number six. The car. Now, I'm going to put this in here. I thought this was a made-for-TV movie, it's but it not. turns out it wasn't. No. Um, but it and, should have been. And since I'm lazy, I didn't want to take it off the list. So, basically, uh, Elliot Silverstein directed the 1977 The Car, um, and that's not really doesn't really make the list, but I since I wrote it on my list, I'm just leaving it. Okay, <laughs> number 79, Salem's Lot. Yeah. Or, no, 1979's Salem's Lot. By Toby Toby Hooper, Mr. Uh, Last Mr. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That, yeah, same guy. And Poltergeist. Nice. And All nothing right. else. That's <laughs> any good. And Herb Wallerstein brought us the 1977 classic Snow Beast. A oh, Colorado yeah. ski resort is besieged by a subhuman beast that commits brutal murders on the slope. That's a classic from the old days of the, the $1 DVD at the dollar store. Oh, yeah. Story. That's always the backup <laughs> that, feature. That's in one of my, um one of those 50 blah, blah, blah. Chilling classics. 50 chilling classics for a nickel, yeah. Yeah, that, it was it was always <laughs> Snow Beast and Moon of the Wolf or something yeah. like that. Well, I watched, I've actually watched Snow Beast a few times. It's okay. It, it's not a bad movie it's for what right. it is. Um, it's like a, it's snow. And, there's a, and the beast, there's a beast, yeah. Uh, okay, and that's followed up by Dan Curtis's 1975 Trilogy of Terror. Three bizarre stories, all of which star Karen Black in four different roles playing tormented women. Oh, oh but you know what? I forgot to put one on my list, and it just hit me right now like a lightning bolt in the head. This was like the ultimate well, please. In, in bad TV movie. Go for it. The Werewolf of Woodstock. Okay, we're gonna have to watch this movie because this is versus. This is versus like Max. Okay, this is like these kids, these teenagers. Okay, Woodstock just ended, so their idea was they're like a cheesy little band, and they're gonna go and record their album at where at Woodstock because there's still the stage is still left there, and then when they're done recording their album. Then they're going to say recorded at Woodstock. That's the gimmick, okay? Nice. But in the meantime, there's a guy who's like, I forgot what the deal was, but he's like, hates hippies or whatever. And he, <laughs> he goes to the, the, the place where they're going to record the uh, the stage or whatever, and he's trying to tear it down, and he gets hit by lightning, and the lightning turns him into a werewolf. That's and I'll how just that works. I've heard that. Yes. that that's, that's very... So don't hit, get hit by lightning, kids. <laughs> yeah. And if you're out golfing during a lightning storm, just use your one iron, because even God can't hit a one iron. Okay, <laughs> but I'm bumps. So, and then my final. Oh, you had more. Oh, I'm sorry. My well, that's okay. My last but not least. Um, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Ib Melkier. Ib Melkier's 1964. The Time Travelers. <laughs> that's a a good team one. of scientists are trying to develop a new. Green into the future. That was made for TV. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, because no, 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 no. Let me see. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. Is that a second one? That there, there was a second time travels, which was from 1976, and and um, it was like a different movie. I'm not sure if this was a TV movie or I'm not, a, but there was I think another. This is, this is the one that was the TV movie. No, no, but the other one definitely was a TV movie. It was from 76, 
And wow. oh, we'll, which one? Oh, we'll talk about it later after we yeah. check it I out. I might have I might have mixed them up, but whatever. If I'm leaving the car on there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the hell? You know, these movies should have been on TV. They shouldn't have charged you, you to know see which them. One, the one that I I thought was uh, I actually had it on the list and I had to take it off because it wasn't was the burning bed. Oh yeah. I thought that was like one of those after school. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, kids. Things. Oh, and and I'm not even saying, but there's those Linda Blair ones. The one, um, oh, yeah. Sarah T, the portrait of an alcoholic. And after she did The Exorcist, she was like the bad girl or whatever. And she couldn't do anything else. Yeah, and then, and then she did that other one, Born Innocent, where she there was the infamous scene where she got raped with a broom. Mm. You know, and it was like... Wait, and, it, wasn't that within like some shower scene yes. that, with other girls? Did yes, and, and from what I heard, that, that originally played like that, but when it came out on VHS, they took that scene out. It was right. edited. I don't know if they. I don't know if it's out since, but that was an infamous movie from Wasn't, back in seventy four. And that's the one where, in her interview, she said that it was like so traumatic. She, yes, she, she she couldn't like take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Born Innocent. Yeah, that was another. I remember her her talking about that, and I I don't I'm not like a big Linda Blair fan, but she talked about that movie and how how traumatic filming that was, and I was like that. It was like sickening, kinda, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it was wasn't weird. like graphic. I mean, it was graphic, but it wasn't. It didn't show you anything. In that, like, Psycho was yeah, graphic, yeah, you know, yeah. like where it's the ang- yeah. cut angles and and weird stuff, and you're just like, eh. yeah. But Linda got over, and she did stuff later, like Savage Streets and Chained Heat and all that good stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. She was a yay for her. Yay for her. All right, so that is our top ten list. As always, if you uh, if we've missed them, or if you have some top 10 lists that you'd like to uh, have us do, please get a hold of us at our Facebook group of uh, just look up Slow Robot A Go Go on Facebook. Uh, we have now have a Twitter account, of course, Slow Robot A Go Go. Um, contact us on either of those. Follow us, like us, all that crap. And, uh, you know, and and uh, let us know what you think. And if you're listening on Slice Radio, we would ask that you would uh, email us or get a hold of us somehow and let us know what you think of our show. It's a... Uh, Z-E-N-B-O-N-E at Hotmail.com. All right, we're going to go to a quick break. I think there's going to be some werewolves involved, and I think possibly they're going to have some wheels. (laughs) And then when we get back, we're going to go over this week's wonderful movie. End of the world, baby. The end of the world, baby. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. The one who speaks for them, that them eat their bread and drink their wine and in the night benign sleep. Don't miss the most unusual and exciting horror motorcycle film yet made. I come to offer you youth and fresh, fresh love. Hey, we all know how we're going to die, baby. We're going to crash and burn. <laughs> Werewolves on Wheels, starring Steve Oliver and Severn Darden. The story of a motorcycle gang who ride into a new kind of hell. They ride wild, play hard, and fight brutal. I write your unholy name thrice in blood. Werewolves on Wheels, the most eerie, the most chilling, the most terrifying motorcycle horror film ever made. 
Their survival was the torch. As one by one, they became terrifying, bloodthirsty werewolves on wheels. Don't miss the first horror motorcycle film ever made, Werewolves on Wheels. All right, and that was something I hope you really liked. Yes, or that was something we hoped you really liked. Well, Sorry I know I liked it. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, that yeah, goes without that, saying. Well, that's why they call me Dr. Morpheus. <laughs> From parts unknown. From werewolf wheels unknown. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, one thing I did forget to, to mention, the Satan School for Girls. I actually know that, that movie very well. We were going to do that uh, as one of the... Um, Versus? No, as I was going to do that on our television show years back, oh. and we actually scripted it and everything. And then uh, who was the guy that did that? Um, uh, damn, I don't remember. Ah, uh, hold on, I can look it up right here. Uh, no, it was Toby Hooper, but that's no, no he didn't no, say no, 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 no. Uh, well, it says director David Lowell Rich, but the guy who backed it was the uh, who's the guy that did uh, 90210. Oh, big oh, name! Oh, 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 yeah, the guy who did um, Aaron Spelling. Yeah, Aaron Spelling had something to do with that. He like he yeah, backed sure it he or did. something. I'm sure he did. Yeah. And and we we like so we scripted this thing out for the TV show, and we were sitting there, and I was like, that guy got deep pockets. He was still alive at the time. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. And we we backed off from it. Although some stuff is in public domain. See what our TV show was was uh, we used to take old movies that were in public domain. Drop all the sound out, rescript them, and then re and put silly sound effects in, and and like if there was a band playing, it was some hardcore punk band, not like the goofy stuff. And that was one where we scripted it, and I was like, I don't think we should do this because even though something's in public domain, you can still get drugged into court and just basically tortured, even though it's like um, you they would probably lose, they can still make you pay for it, you know, kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah. And uh, that was one where we were like. I don't. I think Aaron Spelling has a lot of time on his hand yeah. and too much money, so let's not do this one. And we actually just have a script laying around that's in the can, or that we just didn't do. We could do it as a radio show, maybe. <laughs> like the Orson Welles. Actually, <laughs> actually, yeah, actually, we could I, do an Orson Welles version yeah. of a Satan School for Girls. I actually have a cousin who went to Satan School for Girls, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, exactly. As they often are. There's also Daughters of Satan's and Satan Sadists, and there's all these like Satan. Oh yeah, from back Satan Sadists. I was like, they don't. They weren't even scary. Like, I, I was like, yeah, oh. it was. It was probably rough for 1969, but now it's just like child's play. You yeah, know? those dudes are all like, you know, they're more wacky. More wacky than they were like yeah. scary. You know, the bike gang. It's like, oh, that guy looks like Uncle Joe. Yeah, you know, with mm. the with the tattoos and the uh, you know vest on and all that crap. Yep. Okay. All yeah, right. Talking so, about scary. Yeah. Now we're we're on to the main uh, course of our meal today, yeah, yeah. and that would be brains. No, wait. No. Uh, uh, that would be uh, the Omega Man. Yes, with Charlton Heston, fresh from his Planet of the Apes heroic yes. dude, hairy chested guy. Yes, role. he was shaggerific. Yeah. Uh, this movie, uh, if you if you don't know, if you're not familiar with Omega, the Omega Man, uh, starring Charlton Heston. It's the same one as The Last Man on Earth, Last Vincent Man Price. On Earth. Yeah. It's the same one as I Am Legend with Will Smith. Yeah. 
This has been done over and over. I think there's probably more than that. Well, it was written by Richard Matheson as a book called I Am Legend. It's a really good book. It's the only book that I ever sat down and read it in one sitting. And it's really? Fun. Yeah, here's the deal. I was working at this comic shop, right, and <laughs> there's, nobody came in one day. <laughs> so I just sat there and I read the entire, it was only like 200 pages, I sat and read the entire book. It's the only time i ever done that in my life. And the book's real good. But And then The Last Man on Earth is real good. This one, good and bad. But yeah, we'll talk about yeah. it a little more. See, that that was funny. We, um, we You just, saw the Will Smith. So yeah, well, I saw that. the I Am Legend. Um and I've actually seen all three now. Um, I like the Vincent Price. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. It's very moody and kind of. And Vincent Price is it, it's much. It's different for him doing that part. And it, and I got the sense of he was more like in a little shack. Exactly. And where exactly. where Charlton Heston was living high on the hall. Oh yeah. You know <laughs> he had a penthouse. He had a penthouse and like all the stuff. He had like all the toys and stuff. From the very opening scene, we'll, we'll focus on this one. Yeah, um, yeah. The very opening scene kind of grabs your attention. Um, it's Charlton Heston driving through... Uh, Some Pontiac convertible. It's a big... It's like a Catalina. I it's think a it's boat. A, it's a, Pot- a Pontiac Catalina convertible. Uh, big red car. And he's just... He's driving no regard for, like, what side of the street right. he's on. He's, like, right. just driving like a maniac. And he stops, and he just fires... Into a, he sees movement in a in a building and just opens fire with a with a, like a almost like a, a grease gun style machine gun. Right. Um, then he just gets back and he just gets back on the car and just drives away. You know, and if you don't know what this story is, you're like, what's going on here? Right. You right. know, like why is he just randomly driving around? And then he he crashes his car. And as he gets out, he looks over and he sees like some dead bodies by there's there's gold and silver bars laying on the ground from an armored car. Um, he had blown out a tire when he tried to swerve around it. He just like laughs, picks up his guns, and just walks and away. His, like and his, and his canister of gas. Yeah, his canister that. of gas. He do, he could care less about the gold bars laying on the ground. Yeah. They're meaningless. Yeah. That means that was very poignant. Yeah. Um, and he just um, he went to a into some car place and got another car. This was a Mustang convertible. Yeah, he starts like going like, you know, he's getting into his like one liners deal. Oh know, yeah. He's like, like Oh yeah. What kind of car are you selling me here, sir? I'm, really? Yeah. I'm not color thing. crazy about the color. And it was a nice blue Mustang too. Yeah. <laughs> that he grabbed. Yeah. Another convertible. You know, if it was like the end of the world kind of deal, I don't think I would want a convertible, but then again, a convertible is better to shoot people with. So I guess yeah, that's I don't what know. the deal was. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, so he, he takes off with a powder blue. And in this, in this scene, he um he looks at the wall and there's like a pinup calendar, a girly calendar, kind of not not a risque, but just a girl calendar, uh, and it says March 1975, and he kind of rips that off the wall in disgust uh, or disdain, you know, and um that comes up over and over again, yeah, because that was the traumatic event. Yeah, when he pulls up, he then he later he goes to a to a movie theater. And he's playing Woodstock, yeah. and uh, and he even says, "Oh, a classic that's held over for its third year." Yeah, right. So right. now you know it's actually 1978, but uh, this tragic event that wiped out the the entire world happened in 1975. So he's been doing this for three years. They say two years often, uh-huh. but I think they they always talk about he's been dealing with the family for two years. So yeah. I think there was the one year period where. Nobody knew what the heck was going on. Right. Then this 
the family formed, and now yeah. it, cause, so it's three years later, you know. And um, <clears throat> of course, they never really explain much about the family. No, they don't talk about the family very much. They don't talk about the. They talk about the tragic event, but yes. that's more in flashbacks yeah. or uh, you know taking you back to saying, oh, the bombs went off before they were supposed to. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was in this one. It was more like biological mm-hmm. warfare that caused the uh, you know World between War, Russia and China. World War Three. Um, Russia and China, then we got involved, so everyone was involved. And, the, and then, and then yeah. So it's the end of the world. And he created an antidote. Right. Which is the only thing that saved him. I'm just wondering how he got saved from that helicopter crash that he had. <laughs> wow. That was number one. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, him and some other guy. No, so he was a scientist developing antidotes for... Because people were just like kind of grasping their throat and dropping down. Yeah, that was another goofy scene where they're walking down the street and like... Oh! <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah, it did take you into a very um, surreal surreal environment because everyone was, you know, you're walking through the, the streets and you're just seeing dead people everywhere, like in mid mid motion. Like like when he got the car, there was a body just dead by a yeah, type, yeah, on a typewriter, yeah. you know, and so he just died as he was doing some paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Or he rotted. Yeah, and uh, so... It was a lot of that weird stuff. Then, I guess he was in the theater too long, and and he, yeah, and he as you would do watching Woodstock because it's three hours of like boring hippiness or whatever. And he gets in the car. He's like, "Oh my god, it's almost time! Oh my god!" And he like goes flying in, and and then you're you're introduced to the villains, the family, the family, which, um. You know, they try no, to no, kill no him. reference to the Manson family at all. You know, they're all wearing <laughs> yeah. black hoods. And yeah, right. Well, the thing, the only difference is they kind of look like a little like Edgar Winter a little bit. They're albinos with yeah. white eyes and glasses. And <laughs> they, they don't really tell you what what how they survived either. It was just like some people just kind of got wiped out and others became mutated. Yeah, and, mutated. And they, know, they slower, kept... slower. You know, gradual mutation. Yeah, and you can't. They're not zombies. No, they're not zombies. No, that's one of those things that's kind of weird. They're sensitive to light. Yeah, they're they they're night. They come only come out at night, and he he like Edgar Winter in an album. He, exactly, and he only comes out during the day, and they hate him because he represents the what happened to mankind. Right, like he's, he's responsible. The he's responsible. The, like the, they call them the, the ones the ones that use the wheels and the ones yeah. that use the the guns and so. And the thing about the leader of the family, Matthias, was before he was the newscaster telling you about what was going on. Oh, Anthony Zerba. Oh, I didn't get yeah, that. Yeah, he was the newscaster who was telling you about it. And then he went and became the leader of the family. I did not get that. That's great. I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, Anthony oh. Zerba, who did a ton of like bad guy movies back Zerba then. the Greek. Yeah, I am so, uh, <laughs> That's not true at all. No. So anyway, uh, yeah, so now you you know they're trying to get him. He... He has this penthouse, and they don't say what city it is. I'm assuming it's, it's Los Angeles. Is it Los Angeles? It's okay. Los Angeles. And he thinks he's the only person on Earth. And he's just kind of like going around from place to place trying to find where they live at night. And waste them. To kill them, you know. And it's one of those weird things where I'm kind of like, would they care? I would have just got gotten out of town. Why do I want well, to, like, you know. Why would he care about them? And why wouldn't they just leave him alone if there's one? Like but he said somewhere along the movie that <clears throat> it, he was like hard up and he wouldn't leave his place. That was his deal. He didn't want to leave where he lived because of these people. 
whatever that alluded to, I don't know. But he was just like, mm. I'm making my stand. This was my house before, Kinda. and I'm staying here. And they, the, the the one of the other weirdly weird things is, you know, cause now you're talking about a group that's coming to get you, and the groups maybe they said one or two hundred or two hundred. Well, there was a lot. They filled the stadium. Ah, uh, that's true. I don't think it would be hard to kill them. They just kind of stood around. Like if oh, you if you yeah. if you sniped them a couple at a time, yeah, that's it. You're yeah. talking about a half a year. Your work's done. Yeah. You know, but they're not reproducing. You know. Yeah, but I, he didn't see it that way. He would just sit there playing chess with his this bust of Caesar. And <laughs> that's right. I'm like, I had a cool place. I had a nice yeah. bachelor pad set up. You yeah, know? he was rocking it. You know. Yeah. So. So at this point, you're like, well, where is this going? You know, because it it kind of does. The newer I Am Legend one is all cool, and Will Smith has a dog, and, you know, and... and well, that's like in The Last Man on Earth, the first one, um, Vincent Price finds a dog. Yeah, same So thing. that was kind of a reference to but that. But they... The I Am Legend is a lot more heartbreaking, and a lot more, like, gut-wrenching, like, of course they kill the dog, of course, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a really... And they're also hyper stylized. You know how everything has to be so over the top and yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. The zombies are mutated and run around really fast. Are they flesh eating zombies? Or yeah, basically. Oh, they are flesh eating well, zombies. Okay. I, th- I don't want. Yeah, I think so. And, and last time I know, they were they were considered vampires because he actually drove stakes through their hearts and okay. you know, cut their heads off and burned them or whatever. I might be them. misquoting because I can't remember it so much, but I thought they were almost like zombies in the in uh, yeah, I Am I would, Legend. I would imagine they it. were all really nuts and. Running around like they're you know ghoulish, yeah. You know this okay. one. This one was the most tame of the three, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, like I said, I never saw the. They're I slow moving. Then they were carrying torches, but they were sensitive to the light, so I don't know where that one was. Yeah, um, exactly. They, they just, yeah. And they they, I don't know. So anyway, getting back to now, Omega. um, Charlton Heston, like, he goes into a shop, and he. Yeah, he's always getting out of the house. I guess because you got to get out of the house during the day to do something. Because at night, the idiots are going to come out and start like throwing <laughs> like yeah. Molotov cocktails at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can go and out and shoot their brains out or whatever. You know, it's just kind of like a this whole loop didn't make cat and mouse game. It didn't make sense from no. any level. You know, you're like, okay, whatever. So, um, you know, then he he sees this uh, a woman. Wh- well, he, he sees mannequins, but he looks at he thinks one of them's moving. Right, he's and, in the he's in the store buying some clothes or whatever he was. Which doing. he he know. went nuts thinking that the phones were all ringing at one point. Yeah, he did. He yeah. kind of he's suffering from being alone for three years, so he's his brain is playing tricks on him, you know. So yeah. he thinks that this mannequin was moved, and she tried to be real still. This was Rosalind Cash, yeah. um, from Tales from the Hood, from Tales from the Hood fame. And, and, I, don't, and I don't know if we said it before, but he was a biochemist, and he actually. Create, shut the. We didn't go into that quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a biochemist, and after the after all this happened, he actually worked on an antidote to cure it. So he actually shot, injected himself, and he is after a harrowing after a helicopter helicopter. Cause he, yeah, because they were in the helicopter with the other guy, and they, and the other guy got the virus or the bi- biological thing, and and Heston was too. And after like the helicopter crashed, I was like, I, somehow he escaped, and he injected himself with the, you know, with a serum. Even though I don't think at that point they didn't was, know if it worked or not, and, and it, it worked, just, and it just and it did. Worked. Yeah, and he was saved. So, so that's sorry, how, we kind of skipped ahead. That's so, how he became, you know, the legend, the legend, yeah, or the Omega Man. But I believe whatever. in the story, he's he's the bad guy. Like, right? I mean, the story is, and and they think he's the, the movie, bad guy. Yeah, 
the family's doing just fine. He's the evil one. They he, hate, well, he's they the hate one that, him because he represents what they were and, before. And in the I Am Legend, he's the one that's killing them right, at yeah. night. He's the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. in 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 essence, and Last Man on Earth too. Yeah, okay. they're the they're the ones that are doing fine. He's the one that's coming out and killing them at night when they're sleeping. You know. Yeah. yeah. So you they it's presented more from the other standpoint in the book. Right. Exactly. At, than it is in the movies because the movies have. Charlton Heston and Will Smith, like these are the the superheroes of our time. Yeah, so, unlike Vincent Price, who's in the original one, yeah. who was kind of like he was cast against type, but I mean he did. He, I think he was a good enough actor where you sympathize with him. Right. And right. the fr- and the one thing I want to say about the Last Man on Earth was this movie influenced Night of the Living Dead a lot. Okay. I yeah. mean that when he's stuck inside his little shack and they're they're coming out at night in in black and white and their disheveled suits knocking on the door going morgan morgan you go oh george romero did see this movie yeah quite often yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, definitely so and and there is this interpersonal where the 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 what's the family member's name the family matthias Matthias is yelling out charlton heston's name at night like they're they're yelling at him and then they bring out a catapult at one point. You know, they're doing... They know each other. I'll put it that way. You know, yeah, they're, they're yeah, trying to kill him, and yeah. he's just whatever, you know. Yeah. It's sausage and spaghetti night. At, exactly. So yeah. he, he um, you know, then he chases this girl. He's, he's in the store. This girl pretends she's a mannequin. He hears a noise. He looks over. He She pretends she's a mannequin, and then he, she takes off running, and he goes and chases her down. But then it turns out, like he didn't catch her, he doesn't catch her, so he thinks that she's um, a, an iteration of his his mind right, again. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he just yeah. goes, oh, okay, must not have really been a lady, and leaves. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And as he's leaving, he gets caught. Well, no, that was a day, a couple of days later. I thought, I thought it was right after when he was chasing her that he got. Oh, because he goes, it's time to go to the bar before they close. Yeah. That's right. So then he goes into some wine cellar and they push a thing over on him and he gets caught. Yeah, yeah, by the family. Right, by the family. Then we're introduced to some of their. They go over some of their um, ideology. You find out why they're doing this. You find out why they hate him so much. Yeah, um, yeah like in he some re- represented, he represented. Well, you said before what, yeah. what caused all of this. You know, he's the bad guy. They're the good guys. And not only is he the not only is he the bad guy for creating the technology, he's a bad guy because running around killing them. Yeah. While they're sleeping or whatever the hell. So doing. he's chained up and about to get um, lit on fire. And then they put that stupid, they put a stupid dunce cap on his head as they're yeah, taking him out. Yeah, so funny. I, I don't know what that meant. Maybe I'm like missing some <laughs> symbolism. But anyway, just meant he's stupid. But yeah, all right. I mean, that yeah, it's really weird. And then, um, that yeah, that made me go, huh? Yeah, I, 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 I was actually, I was like, ah, uh, okay. So he has this dunce cap on, but that falls off. And and then he's chained up, and it looks like it's the end. And then they're in this stadium, and the lights go on. And because they're photosensitive, uh, photo... Light sensitive. Light sensitive, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to sound smart, but I'm not. So yeah, the, 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 the lights go on, and, and, and then some dude... With a big middle finger on the back of his jacket, yeah, right. runs he up. A, and he did have a middle yeah, finger. Yeah, didn't it, he? It, this okay. guy was classic, like seventies anti-hero. Yeah, you know, dude, yeah. So funny, and he runs up and cuts him down. And Heston's like, "Who are you?" He's just like, "Shut up," you know. Let's go. And 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 they run off. And um, and then the Afro-licious 
uh, Rosalind Cash yeah. is there in the in the in the uh, what are those the tunnel yeah, the leading tunnel, leading yeah. out of the stadium. And, and she's she, got a gun on Yeah, she has a gun on him, and she's like, shut up, honky, or whatever yeah, she says, right. you know, and she's like being really mean, and I'm like, take it down a notch. What's the, <laughs> pro- like, I don't know. Is Yeah, you guys are still humans. How about, like, cooperation a little yeah, bit? You it's know? very weird. The, the interaction here seemed, I didn't understand yeah. why it was written the way it was written. Yeah. They save him. He's a human. They're humans against the family, but she was just brutal like yeah. like had the gun on him all the time if you make one more move i'm gonna i'm gonna put cap your end ass she, or whatever you know she, she was trying to out pam pam greer she you know? was <laughs> and the only thing that she had that pam had was the afro because yeah, right. i mean they probably tried to get pam and pam was like yeah no I'm yeah, not. yeah. I, I don't know why she wouldn't have but it might i think it might have been a little too early for pam i'm not 100 percent sure but she was definitely like either well, you know what she looked like. Actually, was a, they were they were making it look like there was that black activist uh, uh, Angela. Yeah. Oh, what was her name? I forgot what her name was now. Anyway, she was the be- she you're was right. in jail, and they made her look just like you're her. You're right. You're right. Angela Davis was her and, name. Yeah, from 1970. And or whatever. I'm fairly certain that the um that the, the that when they were filming when they were casting for this they the, the, it read uh, wanted black actress. Must be nude ninety percent of the time and be sassy. And yeah. she With showed up. Afro. She showed up, and they said you're hired because uh, she walked in naked. And because <laughs> uh, they, they anyway, they escape out. They on a motorcycle. They escape on a motorcycle. And they're um, like they're like they're like doing like they gotta go. Not only do they only have not only do they have to escape, but they have to go through every tunnel. He has to go through all the bleachers. He's running over people. Uh, Me- meanwhile, Mister Finger Pointer yeah. is like throwing like uh, bombs and flash like bombs. flash bombs at the uh, at the family, blinding them and burning them and all this. It just becomes this big old action packed. Schwarzenegger like yeah. thing, except it's on a like Suzuki motorcycle and or something. Point, and, and also at that point, I'm thinking, um, if you have your enemy funneling into a tunnel, yeah. it's pretty much just shooting fish in a barrel at that point. Couldn't you have cut their numbers in half with just a Tommy gun? Yeah, like, like just sat there, two of you just going, bah, 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 yeah, and, and they we'll would talk just about and, and and we'll talk about the Tommy gun. This is another one of the things that bugged me about the ending. But when we get there, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. They literally could have just. Um, Mowed them down. Yeah, you got dumb people in in capes funneling into a. I can't a, a, see because one, they're blinded by the one light. spot. Like, like Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so you, know, you got me on that one. I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> song reference, song reference. But anyway, so he escapes and they go to this out of the city and there's kids there, you know. So there's idyllic in the yeah. woods, you so know. So he's like, oh, there's people or whatever. I thought I was the only one. And and then she's like, you got to come in and then we, then the... They the, knew who he was. Yeah. The super hippie jumps down with his middle finger jacket and he goes, oh, you know, he's some backstory. Who cares? Well, no, and no. It, he was a medical student and he knew who Charlton Heston was and he knew right. he was the, working on something. So that's why I think that's why they were either watching him, or they wanted to come or, get him. Yeah, to, and they wanted to come and get him, or whatever. To, to save their family, and to save her brother. And, but yeah, but then more directly to save her brother. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, and he he uses his blood with some serum cultures they went to get. Yeah, no, but you know, it wasn't like the, then they had to go back. They wanted to stay there, but they had to go back to his, you know, sw- uh, swinging crib because that's where he had all his uh, medical. Yeah. 
stuff. So and that's where you could put the move on the lady. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> now yeah, that, that was that was another awkward scene. You know, uh, I mean, like a, a you know, like a, a day before they were hating each other. And now, when I guess, I guess in the make you're sense a man and, and I'm a woman. Yeah, right. He goes into this. I mean, he's trying to save her brother, so I guess he develops some kind of a, you know, she starts falling. But it was really quick. But maybe they were both horny because they hadn't gotten it for a while. You know, I don't know. Dude, but I don't know. She, she, she. All of a sudden, while he's saving the brother, we're giving him transfusion. She shows up wearing some like African-looking robe thing, all sexy, and yep. he's got his crushed velvet. You know, uh, uh, Austin lime Powers. green Austin Powers jacket. And <laughs> yeah, his, baby, yeah. And uh, you know, and, and it's time for some love making. But they're interrupted by the family. Yeah, and yeah, he, the family. Uh, yeah, because the family, because he had forgotten he to, forgot to keep the, the, gas the fuel up, fuel, in the, in the, and the family was able to get in there and turn off the lights so they could actually get close to his place. And yeah. he's like, "Holy crap, they're getting in here!" So he had to go. What he had, the elevator wouldn't work because he had an elevator. It took him to his, uh, you know, pad. So yeah. he had to crawl. So he had to like come get on the sh- elevator, you know, whatever belt and slide down to get to the family. And meanwhile, the albino black guy is like trying to do like a Batman <laughs> throwing the uh, yeah. cable up, trying to get up he's there. Like, My grappling hook will get me up yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So they were kind of doing this cut back and forth of of Heston struggling to get down to the bottom and the other guy struggling to get up to the top. It didn't work. And, cause he, gave, I, and it, he gave Rosalind Cash <laughs> like a machine gun. He goes, here, use this. You know how to use yeah. it. Like, what? Yeah, what's this thing? What's what's this that you handed me? Yeah. So, you know, whatever. And they... They kill the guy. They kill the guy. He puts the gas in. Everything's fine. Yeah, with not so much suspense. And they start making love. And I'm like... Um, might want to secure the rest of the house, but whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Don't worry about it. You know. Whatever. Yeah. And um. And meanwhile, her brother is like getting transfusions, yeah. and after a while, he's all he's getting way better. So yeah. he looks okay. So her brother, basically, her brother gets better, and there's one scene where she's going out shopping because now they've got enough serum. Oh, he, but the, but the worst scene was the one where she's uh, goes out with him, and they're looking to they're going through the drugstore. And, oh, oh my God! That would make me cringe. Babies. Yeah, it was like, hey, maybe we need some birth control pill. Ha ha ha! And he's like laughing, his like manly laugh, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that was not, that was not and necessary. I, I, you know what the weirdest thing is? And this isn't. All I could think of was like, wow, that baby would have horse teeth and an afro. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> Charlton Heston has some kicking, slamming horse teeth. Yeah, on him, yeah. And she had a. 70s riffic afro that would be the craziest looking baby ever but i read something that would have actually tied this scene and there was a scene deleted from this movie where she actually finds out figures out she's pregnant and uh. she goes to like a, a a graveyard and then it and then they, they and then they cut it out i don't know if they right. filmed it but they supposedly is in the it was in the script and suppose and in the scene in the credits there is something that says you know woman in graveyard scene okay so basically long story short this kid that he saves, says, well, I think they're right, you think you're right, I'm going to go find out. They kill him. She, she... They killed the, they killed the they kid. They killed the kid. The family does, she, yeah. The, the, so the family, she helps the family infiltrate, and at the end, they kill him. Well, no, there's, a, there's, there's like goofy things going on there. Right. You know, I know we're getting out of time, but there's a lot of goofy things. Like the kid gets killed, but then he goes, he goes out, and all of a sudden she comes back, and she's already like a mutant. Yeah, she's a mutant, and it, this this ending was kind of very weird and broken. It, it's very Christ-like, but the but the yeah. stupidest part about it was when the Matthias is up in his his house tearing his house up, and he's like 
like 40 feet away and he throws a spear and he hits him. Yeah, he hits him in the chest. And then, of course, Heston's going to kill him with his gun, but it jams. His gun jams, which those don't jam. So, would you... We're going to leave the open ending for you guys to watch. Would you recommend... Did you like it? What would you give this one? I'll give it like a six. Yeah, I don't know. It's worth watching. I liked it. It's, sev- it's, it's fast it's, moving. It's a very... It's a 70s time capsule for sure. Um... Yeah, I would say check it out. You know, I don't know if... Uh, I guess a 6.5. It's worth it. It's worth checking out. I would say five. watch all three and then let yeah. us know what you think. All right. Well, we're out of time. I'm Mal. We have... Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. And check us out at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. <laughs>